0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
1: Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. lot to do. 20 minutes from now, our guy Jimmy Patsos. We haven't caught up with Jimmy in a long time. We'll talk some oh. Oh, It's going to be fun. Jimmy Patsos joins the show in about 20 minutes. Lightning bets one hour from now. And more, of course, on NFL Week 13. It's a big week around the league. We'll probably touch on the Eagles and Titans coming up next hour. But let's dive into college football. We did some yesterday on some of the conference title games. We talked about Kansas State. Potentially with an upset there against TCU. Would not surprise us. Uh, The USC and Utah game, also a a short number. How about some of the bigger numbers? Uh, And we maybe want to put together some sort of Saturday parlay for these college football championship games. Uh, But we have two big numbers within... Big conferences. Georgia LSU is a very big number. And in the Big Ten, Michigan Purdue is a big number. I don't imagine we're getting any sort of ridiculous upset in either of those games. But, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if one or both comes in inside the number and we get a cover. And we have 17 in Michigan Purdue. Michigan's really good. Are they going to Are they gonna cover 17 in the Big Ten title game? Are they going to run the score up to do that?
0: Uh, Yeah, we're sitting at 16 and a half. So now we're around another, we hit another one of those keys uh, Mm -hmm. with the Michigan. Is this inflated? So these are two matchups with these bigger point spreads where we didn't get a sample size of a regular season matchup. So I think that's kind of interesting that the largest point spreads of all these main conference championships, the three largest, all of them did not play. They did not meet up. So if you had that example of, of them playing a closer game in the regular season, maybe maybe these point spreads would end up being a lot shorter than what they are. And I'm throwing Clemson into the mix as well, that one being north of a touchdown. But Michigan's 17 and Georgia 17 and a half. I don't know. Starting with the Big Ten, should it be 17? Well, a lot of it is is what happened last week, right? So the Wolverines were not tested this year, and, and that's why it was kind of like a question mark that was lingering about this team. Like, you respect the team, and we know they're good, but how good are they? They really haven't been tested. And then they have the ultimate road test. It's your rival against one of the top teams in the nation, a guy that was uh, your favorite for the majority of the season for the Heisman Trophy Award, and you just you pummel that team just like you did a year ago, and revenge was on the Buckeyes' mind. So, it feels like we have a big adjustment from where we were a week ago because of that Ohio State win.
1: I agree. Yeah, it's, it's gone it's – giga- I think the number's gigantic. I mean, I, I, especially this game's yes. being played indoors. Doesn't it feel like if the game's being played outdoors, you know, Michigan can kind of muck the game up and take the ball away and the Purdue passing game wouldn't work? I think Purdue Sweet. covers the number, Mich- uh, Aaron. You do. Along okay. those
2: lines, I actually like the under because I think with Michigan's third-ranked defense by yards per play allowed, they do like to run the ball. Um, they're 38th in plays of 20-plus yards, and Purdue is 108th in plays of 20-plus yards. So I could see this being an under game.
1: I could too. My,
0: my problem with – with uh, this is a game that – of all these title games that I have the smallest opinion on, but my problem with Purdue getting inside the number is they've got a score, and that's been a right. that's been an issue for much of this year. So if you look at some of their offensive numbers, uh, EPA per play, they're outside the top 100 in the nation. They have no explosion on offense. Um, the rushing attack is terrible. I mean, it's for. Most of their metrics, they're outside the top 100, and you're facing an elite defense in Michigan. Like that, That's going to be the tough part. How many points do we actually believe that Purdue is going to be able to put up on the board? So to get inside of 17, what do we need? Do, do we need at least 17? Do we need 14?
1: 14. Is Michigan going to get over 30, no. running the football as much as they want to with a lead? I. It could be in – what's the total in this game, 51 and a half?
2: There's a 52 and a half out there too. It's 52 and a half, 52, and 51 and a half, depending on where you're, you do your shopping.
0: <laughs> so I kind of understand why, why this number's going up. I wouldn't be really all that interested in, uh, in playing Purdue in this spot. Any worry about a letdown? If there's a letdown – I don't know. Can you have a letdown in a conference championship game? Let's start there. It's tough. I mean, you have so much on the line right here. And I'm sure people are telling Michigan, like, hey, guys, with what you've accomplished this year, undefeated into this game, your 17-point favorite, dude, even if you kind of half-ass it and if you don't really show up, if you don't win, you're probably still in because Ohio State's on the outside.
1: I mean, I think you can have a letdown in terms of the energy. Energy's got to be different, right? Coming off Ohio State, but, like, I don't think they'll let down and lose the game. But if you're telling me in the second quarter it's it's 10 to 7, I'm not surprised if the game's kind of close early and then Michigan pulls away as the game goes along.
0: Yeah. I it has the least amount of intrigue of all these yeah, games, it doesn't
1: does. it? Well, because yeah. Purdue, I mean, no one yeah, who wants to watch rude. Purdue play football. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, yeah. I mean, that's what it
0: is. Drew Brees is not there. That was a long time ago, and and that it, was the was hand- very
1: long time ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the entire handicap of the Big Ten championship. If you were taking a long shot, like, look, okay, you're going to get a great team out of one side, and it was, can you be in a position where you can make some money? Maybe you hedge out of it as a sizable underdog. Well, which team's going to come out of the other side? That was always the big question, and that's why people took, took some dart throws on teams like Minnesota or whatever, or a few others out there. But um, I don't think – I didn't hear anybody say that Purdue was going to be playing in the Big Ten Championship.
1: No, I didn't either. All right, let's go to the one that is not a surprising matchup. Maybe a little bit, but not you know, historically. Georgia, LSU in the SEC Championship game. Georgia's a 17-and-a-half point favorite in this game. Somebody inflated. Is this because of what happened with LSU last week? I mean, they were trending the right direction second half under Brian Kelly. They, they beat Alabama. They earned their spot in this game. 17 and a half. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia does it, but man, it's big.
0: Feels like too much, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, this is an LSU squad that has been tested a lot. So if you look at their, their tough games this year, they were trounced by Tennessee. Okay, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to completely throw that one out, but okay, that that, that was a complete no show. The Vols are riding high. Already got you. They handled Ole Miss, and that was impressive. What they went by 25? Yeah, they won okay. by 25. They beat Bama in overtime. It's uh they so what. This is going to be their fourth game against at the time a top eight team in the nation. So strength of schedule is there and yeah you're right joe g like maybe this line is completely different if uh they don't lose at texas a&m last week and uh in commanding fashion like they did but um lsu was certainly battle tested and i'm getting over 17 i mean that's that's really the only consideration for me i mean yeah the hesitation is well george is the best team in the nation they are um and and it's tough to pick that team apart uh offensive where the issues with LSU like maybe in the trenches offensively a little bit but aside from that I mean they're they're a really quality club and it wouldn't surprise me if they hang
1: yeah I think for Georgia right go ahead Aaron.
2: I was going to say, I think, you know, LSU has overachieved. They've got a solid quarterback, a solid defense. So I like them as underdogs on the spread, you know, 17 and a
1: half. I just wonder, too, motivation. I don't don't mean, like, not to win the game. Like, is there a motivation for Georgia or Michigan to pour it on? They're in. They don't have to impress anybody. Georgia's in if they lose.
0: Georgia's in if they lose.
1: So fourth quarter of these games, like... uh, These guys, these teams, these coaches are not getting their star players hurt. I don't know. These games (laughs) don't have the feel of Championship Saturday to me. These two, right? The USC one does because Utah will want to beat them, and that's a close game. The Kansas State one certainly could have that kind of feel of like, wow, this is a lot on the line here. I don't know. These two, it's why the dogs kind of stand out to me a little bit. Maybe Maybe they don't blow the doors off them.
0: Is this a different situation than what we had last year? So I thought it was interesting that the committee put LSU in a spot, and it was because of that third loss, because they lost to Texas A&M. They put them in a spot where they can't get in, right? They, even if they, they shock everyone and they beat Georgia, they're so far back that they can't make the top four. But last year, going into the SEC championship, Georgia was 12-0. and So they were in, and they were facing Alabama, and what happened? they lost to Alabama Alabama needed the game more it was 41 to 24. you think Georgia's going to have that same mindset
1: that's a good that's a good point so it's interesting you brought that up Joe because both of these same teams were in this exact spot last year mm-hmm. right Georgia with a spot locked up and they lose the SEC championship and then the other side was Michigan what basically spot locked up they remember they won 42 to three over Iowa last year So they they took care of business. They did do that.
0: That's Harbaugh. Yeah. But also different opponents, too. Like one's facing Alabama.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Is there any sort of um, conference weekend parlay that we could put together? I mean, we all like Kansas State, right? Would we money line that or would we just take the two and a half?
0: I'm in. Are we still two and a half? We're still there? Probably. On, what about guys?
2: K-State, LSU, UNC?
0: I like those. Nothing on Friday, right? Nobody Does anybody have an opinion on Pac-12 championship?
1: I like USC. Under, it's under three now. Minus two and a half.
0: <sighs> USC. Oh, two and a half. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wild. That's wild.
1: All right. If we wanted, if we wanted to put four together, just saying. Okay. 12 to 1. 12 to 1. K-State, UNC, a USC, UNC, LSU.
0: I will be so mad if it loses on Friday night.
1: <laughs> I know. That would, that would stink. Well, if we take that out, all right, it's plus it's It's, uh, plus 595. it's almost throw 6 Tedford I
2: could throw Tedford in. I'm just saying.
0: President. Oh, is that your favorite this weekend? Not yet but okay. I think they're live.
1: Give Paul it until like, tomorrow morning. It'll be his favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tedford. Jimmy Patzo's next. We'll talk some basketball on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.